Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we're doing Baron Mordo, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Carl Mordo. And I'm Steven. <laughs> and and uh, in theory, Brandon should be joining us shortly. So hopefully he'll be he'll be here in no time flat. How are you guys doing? How are you doing today, Steven? I'm fine. I'm down in South Carolina, of course, at at my at my business with my brother. So just enjoying the very hot and wet weather we're having right at the moment. So nice. That was nice. sarcasm. I really yeah. hate heat. <laughs> I I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of with you. It's it's not too bad in West Virginia. It's not it's been a little bit rainy and a little bit cool. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? How are you doing, Brad? He's rad. How are you doing, uh, Baron Mordo? You can call me Carl. Carl. How are you doing, Carl? Uh, I have cancer. So I stole uh, Doctor Strange's what... soul. <laughs> what What is this, last year? Oh, see, the listeners don't know about that, Fred. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, too, we don't want to go there, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now that I've put my foot in my mouth, <laughs> let's... Uh, You're very let's... flexible, Fred. <laughs> let's move on to something uh, a little bit more fun. Uh, we recently had a tournament that we played. Uh, it was basically just the people here on the cast. So we did a round-robin-style tournament. We all played against each other. And it was a lot of fun. It was a good good tournament of four people. And uh, let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, I brought the Midnight Suns, which is what I've been playing a lot of. Uh, what did you guys bring? What did you bring, Carl? Um, X-Men. Uh, oh, uh, I barely heard you. I'm sorry. Oh. That's why that took a little bit. <laughs> yeah, X-Men. I played X-Men. Sorry. Okay. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, better. Uh, uh, what did you bring, Steven? I brought Spider-Foes and just Spider-Foes. <laughs> <laughs> so this was and and uh brandon brought his uh kingpin uh mm. criminal syndicate and this was an odd tournament because i tied for first place i well no i did well i got second place you got second that? place but i paid out by record okay <laughs> yeah I got second place, we had, but I did a lot better than I normally do. We had two two-and-ones, and we had two one-and-twos. Yeah, so I played against Brad uh, first, and I played a very attrition-y list with... Uh, well, I, how many points? Was it 20 points? Were no. we playing 20 points? No, maybe. No. I think it was it was up there. It was either nineteen or twenty because I brought Immortal Hulk, and Immortal Hulk 
did so much work this game. He was a hero. He was a hero. Uh, I am in love with Immortal Hulk. Immortal Hulk's incredible on the table, everyone. So More, more so than Malekith? Yeah. yeah. You know what? The answer to that question is yes. <laughs> uh, I do love Malekith, but Immortal Hulk just... He he does so much. He's such a so much table presence, so hard to deal with for for my opponent. And wherever he goes, he just leaves a trail of destruction. He's really powerful. That game would have gone better for me had I brought Voodoo. Yes, yes, it would have. I I I feel like a lot of things went my way in that game, like uh. Uh, here's how the game played out. I think the first round, Brad, uh, we were doing intrusions and cubes. And I think in the first round, Brad scored six points to my two or something like that. And then in the second round, Brad scored five to three. So I was way behind. And then I killed everything. Then by the third round, everything died. That sounds, and that I sounds won pretty the... accurate. Yeah. So, that was my first game. Uh, how, uh, how did your first game go, Steven? Well, uh, Green Goblin against Kingpin. And we had super-powered scoundrels, which Brandon really likes with Kingpin. And Spider-Infected, which he really doesn't like with Kingpin. But... Um, Needless to say, my, my attrition was not great enough to um, to counter his scoring effects, so I eventually lost that game. I don't I don't even remember the score. I must have blacked out or something. <laughs> so <laughs> no, but um, I I was I was actually trying to play uh, Carnage in all my games, and I effectively did. And he was kind of average. Yeah, you know? but I, I'm just trying to. You know, characters that I paint up, I'm just trying to get them on the table and find out what they do. And I found out what Carnage did. I mean, like I said, he did a little bit of work. So. Yeah, that's that's my Carnage. When he works, he's incredible. And when he doesn't, he's not. And so that normally averages out to being pretty OK, mm-hmm. pretty OK. Uh, I, I, I feel like Brandon had everything like. He played superpowered scoundrels, I think, every single game. Right. Yep. And he you, got to live yeah. the dream. And spoilers, you and I could not crack that code. <laughs> You're correct. So my <laughs> second game, I played against Brandon, and I did not win. <laughs> it was uh, uh, I did put up a like, I think the final score was uh, twenty to. 12 i don't remember 14. the exact numbers but he 13 14 okay oh 14 okay uh so i i didn't get trounced but he definitely won the won the hell out of the game uh i played i i played immortal hulk in every single game that i played in this tournament and in every game he did work but it should be stated that I did not use him to the best of his abilities in the, my game against Brandon because my first attacks, in fact, I spent two attacks in the second round with Immortal Hulk 
going into Bullseye, which was less than ideal. A less than ideal target. Yeah, I would have to agree. You were lamenting over somebody to take in that in that round too. You were facilitating between two characters, weren't you, Fred? Uh oh gosh, was I? I no, go go spider and somebody else, I forget. Oh yeah, I was I was debating whether I should take Ghost Spider or Iron Fist, and I took Ghost Spider, and that was absolutely the correct choice. Ghost Spider pulled people off of points every turn, and and saved me. She made it go to four rounds, which uh, it would have been over in three rounds, like is Brandon's want, it had I not brought Ghost Spider. So she was absolutely the right choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew you were having a tussle with that. So. Yeah, so how were uh, what were the two of you played in round two? How did that Yeah, go? we played on demons, which I know Brad doesn't like a whole lot. That was the I worst forget. secure for me. Mm-hmm. And I forget what we were. We were playing hammers, weren't we? Yeah, which is like that was my extract, and I don't really like playing that but would have preferred one of the other ones for this game. Mm-hmm. So I think matchup-wise, because um, Rhino was a beast in this game, and so was Venom. Oh, my gosh. Those two, it's just... Just, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would say Brad had some unlucky rolls also, but... Um, yeah, Venom did work. So did Carnage, though, too. He kind of went off in this game, so I don't know. What do you feel, Brad? What do you feel about this game? It didn't go well. It did not go well for me. <laughs> Brad, you you said you made one mistake in this game, Brad, and what was that? You expect me to remember? Um, you said I should not have taken Logan in this game. Oh, yeah, I should not have taken Logan. Because my Baron Mordo was doing mystic attacks into Logan when he was too close to the rest of his team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I shouldn't have Spoilers taken Spoilers for the... <laughs> I think he's my only other four-pointer, though. So it would have made things awkward. Oh, I see. No, you have Voodoo. Voodoo was also in the game. Oh, that's right. Okay, never mind. So I think in order to take Voodoo, I had to take Logan at the points level. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's Logan was a liability, but I should have chose 18 points and then not take mm-hmm. Logan. Right. Well, unfortunately, Brad was only left with Beast at the end of the game, who was injured. So, it wasn't pretty. Oh, boy. Beast did the Lord's work, (laughs) but I can't win if he's the only one left. Yeah, Rhino, Rhino did a lot of work, too. His movement shenanigans are just purely shenanigans. So... And then Venom was just taking people off points. He would act. I would activate him last, and I'm like, "Okay, I pull you off that point. Okay, I pull you off that point." So, God, I love Venom. 
Venom's so good. Mm-hmm. He is. All right. Uh, so, and then the last round was myself versus Steven and Brad versus uh, Brandon. And our game was just an attrition hell. Like, I, I, it, was, it was brutal Blood. as hell. Uh, I, I rolled incredibly well on defense. Mm-hmm. My defense rolls were hot. Yes, and they were. I feel like I feel like that turned it in my favor. Uh, I I I I remember like most of my rolls I had at least two successes in defense. Yeah, I I I wouldn't say I would I would contend that point that you were lucky, but I don't want to say that it was exclusively that. I mean, you did play play a good game. Um, but you know, uh, I did get a mortal hold down. Didn't take him out, but I did get him down. <laughs> yep. So. This was the the only game where a mortal Hulk was had an immortality token placed on him. Mm-hmm. So that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. I, but uh, lo and behold, Carnage failed to come through. So you know, I, I he definitely got to paint the town red twice. Oh, yeah, he did. So, and, like, any time that he gets to paint the town red is a successful game for Carnage. Right. So, and yeah. he, did, he had something like six damage on him one of the times that he painted yeah, the town red. Yeah, that's the so, time your eyes got a little bit wider than they should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a good game for Carnage. It's just he had just so much to wade through mm-hmm. that well, he, he couldn't he couldn't cross the gap i couldn't i kind of had to lean on him because to your credit you took out modok like right away i did uh i believe modok got to activate once yeah but i only moved twice i didn't move an attack (laughs) right so modok double moved in this game and then i killed him i i dazed him and then killed him right so yeah i was relying on carnage to pull a lot of weight and i guess in that aspect you know, I mean, I took out what I took out Voodoo, I took out Blade, I got Hulk down. So, yeah, um, oh yeah, uh, this was this game was brutal. Everybody and... was injured, <laughs> right? Everybody. No, Rhino right. wasn't. That's right, Rhino wasn't, was he? You're you're correct. I I almost didn't even touch Rhino. I yeah. barely touched him. But anyway, it was fun. It was good. Yep. And then, how did your game with Brandon go, Brad? Carl? Sorry. Well, uh, he drew Superpower Scoundrels again. So uh-huh. that's all. That's already looking bad for me. Um, I got Fear Grips, which none of mine were great to go into him, because Brandon wants as many points on the field as possible. And But Fear Grips was the least amount of points I had, being only four instead of five. Uh, so things were kind of in his favor. He was playing Kingpin, of course. Um, I did I did some voodoo trickery throughout the game. Uh, not just with the character voodoo, but things like throwing Gwenpool off points. Um, I put the Brother Daniel token on Kingpin pretty early. Uh, I put it on Kingpin and then tried for most of the rest of the game to get it off of Kingpin and onto 
uh, Beta Ray Bill and failed until the very end. Uh, <laughs> it mattered, though. I think that might have won me the game. Um, I ended up at the very end running away with Toad and Beast, my only two models left, to win the game. Oh. Like, oh, they ran, they were both sitting on the same uh, superpowered scoundrel, and together they had three hammers and uh, ended up winning 18 to 16. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, wow. I didn't realize how close it was. Yeah, it was a very close game. Um, I think this might be the first time I've beat Brandon with his criminal syndicate in a tournament. Well, you cracked the code, sir. Something Fred and I could not do. Right. And it was on his best secure. Mm -hmm. His best secure by far. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. No, it was fun. Like I said, it was a good good time to hang out with you guys. So, and after after we had the tournament, we played a board game together, which was a ton of fun. Uh, can you remind me what the name of that board game was? Yeah, the board game I brought down for us to enjoy together was is called uh, Champions of Midgard. Yeah, it's it was a worker placement game, so it was with fighting. Uh, with fighting. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Brad, how would you rate that game? I, I liked it. It like on a scale of ten, uh, I'd rate it. I would play again. <laughs> on a scale of ten, I would play again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, no, no. It's it's one of my my favorite games that I have in my um, in my game collection. So, and I like it because it's easy to set up. It's easy to explain, so you don't have to go through like an hour of explaining rules to people, and then you just get to playing, and boom, it happens. Well, uh, so that was our tournament day. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, we don't have any Cerebro news to talk. Do we have Cerebro news? I like how you Carl? assume we don't. No. Well, uh, Carl, you tell us. I I guess I yeah, do. Okay. I I do have an update. So, uh, people who watched the video last time may have noticed that there's something weird going on with the search bar. Um, I'd have to click off of it or hit enter uh, before it would actually search. That's fixed. It's not a problem anymore. So, and it probably was a problem on Android and should be fixed on there too. Oh, and I have Point Break update. Uh, you can now make premiere lists on there, and every character has a code that you can import into Longshanks. And soon, I don't think that they've announced this. Maybe I shouldn't. I'm going to. TTS will have that import feature too with the codes. So you'll be able to put the output from point break into tts and it will load in your roster nice your strike team well that's you're building all this technology you're making this this stuff work together we appreciate it carl oh all right i I so like the import codes they're so nice instead of typing everything out (laughs) so 
Oh, it's so much better. Well, uh, okay. Uh, is there any other games that y'all would like to talk about recently, or should we just move on? I played Shatterpoint last night with Andrew. Repeat what you just said. I didn't hear you. Oh, my gosh. What is going on? Hello? Can you hear me, Fred? I can hear you now. Okay. It was uh, there was like a hiccup when you said the name of the game that you played. I played last night with Andrew. He played uh, okay, and I played, and I beat him. Okay. Uh, no, I played Shatterpoint. I that this that the second time was best with you. I played Shatterpoint with Andrew last night. Shatterpoint. How, how'd that go? I heard you that time. <laughs> Shatterpoint. Um, oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Well, he played. I'm he played clones. Keep doing he, this. he played clones, and I played Mandalorians, and I beat him. We play. We had to play the third struggle, and uh, yeah, I haven't lost the clones yet. Is it because Mandalorians are just better? I think it's I'm just better. It's a skill. Well, you do. It's a you skill definitely issue. have the most. You have the most uh, practice of anyone in our gaming group playing Shatterpoint. That's true. Yeah. Oh, oh Fred. Before we go on, maybe we should mention um, the tournament happening happening at Fabricators Forge. Yes. Uh, so this this. Saturday, which will be the 24th? Yes, 24th. The 24th. Uh, there is a tournament at Fabricators Forge in Pittsburgh, and uh, it's being run by Bryce. You should you should go. It'll be fun. Uh, are, you, are you going there, Stephen? Yeah, I'm traveling up this Friday, uh, like I said in the precast. And depending on how far I make it north, like if I have a four-hour drive to get there, um, I'm not going to obviously take the time to make it. I'll just go just go home. But if I'm only like two hours away, which is normal drive time from uh, Cleveland to Pittsburgh for me, where they're at, uh, then I will definitely do it. So, I mean, if I make it up to where you guys are, then, yeah, I'll probably go. So nice but all depends on how my drive goes to tell you the truth so go beat them all go get no, first I, no i won't the only thing i win is painting contests <laughs> who are you playing oh i'm gonna play midnight suns i'm 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 done throwing my first love out the door so i i will i will reassess my Wedding vows to the Midnight Suns and play them again. Nice. <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. Well, I didn't want to play them since you were playing them in the tournament. I wanted to have a little bit of variety. Yeah. So, and, and try out a new character. 
it would mean that uh, Brandon and Brad would play a grand total of two Midnight Suns players and in their three games. Immortal Hulks all over the place. Right. It it would be a bad play experience. I appreciate you letting me play Midnight Suns. Worse than that, Brad brought Dr. Voodoo. There would have been three Dr. Voodoos in four lists. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I was the only one not playing Intrusions. Well, okay. Some of us make bad choices. We can't help it. I like intrus- intrusions. Is great for Immortal Hulk. He loves it. Yes, I know. <laughs> Brad, Brad's just saying that he plays fair MCP. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think that we should move on to the gentleman that we're here to talk about today, and that is Baron Mordo. Uh, that his, that his name is Carl Amadeus Mordo. Is that right, Carl? Yeah. He his he has six stamina on his front side and five on his back side. He's movement speed medium, size two. He is a threat three character. Uh, his physical defense is two. His energy defense is four, and his mystic defense is also four. That's a pretty nice little. All right, well, um, Carl, why don't you cover his his attack suite? Oh, um, the first attack is is Mystic, Staff of Living Tribunal. It's range three, four dice, zero cost. Uh, It gains power equal to the damage dealt and has wild push, size two or less, away short. Uh, Second attack is Mystic, Bolts of Bishru. It's range four, four dice, zero cost. Uh, It gains one power. And has wild hex after the attack is resolved. And then his final attack is Mystic, Reigns of Ragador. It's range four, seven dice, four cost. And has the Burning Ray Rain ability. After this attack is resolved, the target character gains the Incinerate and Poison special conditions. All right. And Steven. Do you want to? Boy, there's a lot still left I, on the card. I can I can do it all. If okay. You want. All right. All right. Go for it. So first off, we have a reactive, excuse me, an active superpower called Master of the Occult. It costs zero power. It will cost you an action though. This character gains two power. This superpower can only be used once per turn. We also have another active superpower called Soul Barb. It will cost you two power. Choose an enemy character within three of this character with one or more of the following special conditions. The special conditions being Hex, Incinerate, Poison, or Slow. Choose one of these special conditions on that character. Each enemy character within two of the chosen character gains the chosen special condition. We now have a reactive superpower called um, the Ferocity of Sidorak. It will cost you two. When another allied character within three of this character targets an enemy character with an attack, this character may use this superpower. The attacking character adds two dice to its attack roll. After the attack is resolved, the attacking character suffers one damage. This superpower may be used only once per turn. Another reactive superpower, the Vaulting Boots of Valtor, it will cost you two power also. 
After this character is pushed, it may use the superpower. After the effect is resolved, this character advances short. And then his innate superpower is flight. Okay. So that also, is... Oh, also, go ahead. Fred, there is one very important thing about this character that's not on this card. Oh. And that is he, he is on a medium base. That's correct. He is on a bigger base than you would assume just looking at his card. And that is very important. <laughs> He's it, it really helps him a lot. Uh, so that is Baron Mordo. And I, I think I'll start off here. This rules. <laughs> am I am I I'm not out of line by saying that. Uh, especially the ferocity of Sidorak. That little ability right there is one of the major reasons why you'd bring him. He's a toolbox of making your models hit harder than they should. And that extra one, they take one damage afterwards. That's uh, unfortunate, but it's not its not a deal breaker. I, I think that I, I, that is why people bring him, that little ability. And then a lot of the other stuff on this card is really nice too. I, I'm a fan. I, I especially like his spender. Uh, I think that range four, four uh, that throws seven dice and automatically gives the target incinerate and poison is pretty solid as a spender. That is a solid spender. Mm -hmm. I guess that's... Uh, there's a lot more to talk about, but that's my take. Uh, what What are you thinking when you think Baron Mordo here, Stephen? Well, I want to do a question to you, Fred, if I may. Sure thing. Um, what, what don't you like about him? What don't I like about him? Uh, I'll tell you right now, the two physical defense. Okay, yeah. So it's not all, you know, um, sunshine and roses, right? So. Right, but uh, I think that he's got enough ranged to at least stay out of range of most of the... Uh, Mo uh, not most physical attacks, but a good portion of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, well, he, he's got range fours, and I think his shortest attack is range three. Right. Which almost never gets used. Oh, really? <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I run him quite a bit, and I've come to the conclusion that he is the best attacking support character in the game. Yeah, he's not an attrition piece, but a lot of support characters do not have good uh, attack range or good attacks in themselves. Um, but like you said, range four. Now, even though his bolts of sure are four, uh, four dice, it does give a hex, which helps. It gains him a power, but it is mystic. So, I mean, you can pick and choose like. You know, unfortunately, Logan the Wolverine suffers to this attack quite a bit. So, right, um, uh, Mystic can be used as a bullying attack. Right, exactly. In some circumstances, he can be a battery using Master of the Occult. Right, uh, so he can abuse some things like um, Eyes on the Prize, so he can gain two power, uh, move up and interact within two. So, I mean. That's just money right there. 
and he costs less than Beta Ray Bill, right? So, right. Although he's, although he's not as sturdy. No. Um, and then, um, but it does cost him action, whereas Bill just moves up, grabs it, and then moves back. He He's kind of stuck there unless you run him in one certain affiliation. Um, Soul Barb, you can't sleep on that, right? I mean, spreading out and incinerate to other people or even a slow even yeah, a poison this, or, or a hex. I mean, this is a power that I I don't think I've ever seen anyone use it against me. I might be wrong again about that, but uh, it's not one that you immediately think of with Baron Mordo, and it could be huge if if they're really clumped up. Like if you're on a Demons Downtown, mm -hmm. I guess if they're on Demons Downtown, they're all incinerated anyway. Well, but, not really, uh, because people will. People will typically try to keep a character by the by the demon portal, and they'll have like a bodyguard character, like um, Captain Steve or She Hulk, that's not within two, to take those hits for them. You know what I mean? Or even a Koye mm -hmm. or Colossus, and, yeah. and giving them incinerate really hurts mm. that strategy. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It it puts a damper to it. So. But yeah, and, and the vaulting boots, I mean, if you're pushed off an objective, that's great, right? Spend two power, get back on it. So I, I like him a lot. Like I said, he's the best um, support character that can attack, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, you've been quiet. What are your thoughts there, Carl? Uh, he seems pretty good. <laughs> Definitely. Shouldn't you say it? I, I I seem pretty good. <laughs> no, he's just named after me. I'm not actually <laughs> Carl Morda from the hit Marvel comics. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, splashable, which is rare these days. Yep. 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 Uh, all right. So I think we're we're pretty up on him. We we like him quite a bit. Uh, what does he have? Any tactics cards that are? I don't think he does. Anything that is really like specifically that he would use on a regular basis. Only if he's in convocation. Do you want to uh, elaborate? I, I I don't know, I don't I know almost nothing about Convocation. I I don't know much about this character. If I'm be perfectly honest, so well one, you know, you have the bar with no doors, right? So he could be your leader, and then um, there are cards that he can use, uh, such as playing a pull dock. That's the big one uh, because all Mystic attacks get re rolls. So um, Ironbound Books uh, turns your um, turns physical attacks into you into mystic attacks, so you get to use your mystic defense. But anything that uh, Convocation can use on a regular basis, he can also use. So, and, which is a strange affiliation because they don't really have character specific type cards. They can all use them per se. 
Right. They it's a an affiliation where they all get to use all these cool cards. Correct. Correct. And some are cooler than others. So you can use the one of Wotum, but that's really better on a character like Wong, who doesn't really have a strong attack. Um there there are um Books of Cagliostro, which allows you to do a um a rainbow boat bridge, you know, the Asgard place within three if you don't have an objective. So, like I said, there are a bunch of cards for convocation that they can all utilize some better than others. Okay. Well, uh, uh, I'm feeling up on this guy. Uh, there is someone who has joined us who I'd like to get his take on Baron Mordo before we do any grading. Uh, I'm throwing it at him pretty quickly. Brandon has joined us. Uh, Brandon, do you have a take on Baron Mordo? No. Okay, there you go. No, that's a lie. I have a take on everything. It wouldn't be <laughs> me if I didn't have some sort of opinion. Um, I, I think Baron Mordo is pretty good. I like him a lot. Um, he's a really good... I think the worst thing about Baron Mordo is uh, his affiliations. Um, I don't... A convocation's probably the hardest affiliation in the game to play. Um, and Cabal has a, a super deep roster where he kind of fits in depending on your game plan. And then if you have a other specific game plan, he's not going to super fit in. I do think he's a, a good character. I think he's a really good like support piece in an attrition-style game plan. He gives out... Um, Gives out some nice conditions and incinerate poison and hex, um, but he, and he can really like the ferocity of Sidorak being able to pump dice um, on attacks is really good uh, for really cheap. Pain um, he, he can kind of stay on his point with his his boots and if you really need him to, he can give he can uh, if he's given out conditions, he can kind of give out. He can kind of spread those conditions around a little bit, um, and the mystic attacks are helpful in certain matchups. Even though he's not he's not rolling a whole lot of dice, and you don't usually have the extra power you really want to spend for Reigns of Ragador, um, mainly because of the soul barb and the ferocity. You're kind of usually using those as often as you can um, with him. Uh, uh, but I, th I think he's pretty. I think he's pretty solid. I don't. I don't know what you guys said about him. I, I popped in and after everything here. So, well, we've been pretty, pretty up on him. That's that's been the general consensus. I think. Uh, it, let's move on to our letter grade here before we get too far away. Also, really uh, nice that he's on a medium base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that point came up too. Yeah, he's uh, being on a medium base makes him easy to move around. Makes him easy to, yeah, he's just real, real nice to have on a medium base. Okay, so uh, I'll go first with my letter grade. I'm gonna give him an A minus. I think he's just generally very useful to have and very splashable. And uh, I should bring him a lot more. I need to get this model. I don't own this model. So I need to get it. Uh, what is your letter grade, Carl? 
Uh, well, I've been pretty consistent. If I think the model is going to be splashed out of affiliation, that they get an A. I think the physical defense puts him on the lower end of that. So I'm going A minus. Okay. All right. Uh, what are you giving him, Steven? Uh, I'm actually going with a B plus. And the only reason being is that he doesn't have a personalized uh, tactic card, to yeah. tell you the truth. That that might that might have pushed him up into the A category because to me, a lot of A characters, like Brad said, are splashable, um, but they have either um, either some crazy mechanic like Doctor Voodoo, uh, which I don't consider Ferocity of Sidorak very very crazy like that, or they have a specific tactic card that you're bringing that character along with. So. Okay, and B plus, B plus, B plus, and Brandon, what are you giving him? Uh, um, yeah, I guess I'm not nearly as high as you guys are. Uh, like, I mean, like Brad's thing of like he's splashed in other affiliations is because he's like his affiliations he doesn't see play in, but he's not splashed in a ton of other places. He's very niche, so I'm 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 more on a solid B because. I, I mean, you don't play him everywhere, and you can't really play him everywhere. Like he's he's just a good niche piece. Brandon, we're back to our normal dynamic. Yeah, it should I'm be. I should. Yeah, I need to be back on the bottom. I gotta. I gotta. We gotta. There was too often there where I was the highest. I had to. I had to come controlled on this one. So, <laughs> I think. I think he's a good niche piece, but I don't. I. I, I just. I don't know if he's ever. He's never going to be the best piece you're taking ever, I don't think. And I just think, I don't think you're ever going to regret taking him, but I don't think you're ever going to be like, oh, he won me the game. So, right. I, I, I agree with that take that uh, he he's not going to be the most eff effective piece. He's there to make other pieces more effective. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. That is our take on Baron Mordo. Uh, before we move on anywhere, now that we have Brandon here, I want to let you have the floor for a little bit about the person that we covered last week, uh, specifically Deadpool. So I know that he's one of your favorite characters. Deadpool is my favorite comic book character. Yeah. I have been reading Deadpool comics for... Since I was, since the Deadpool comics really weren't that great, so uh, when they were, there was a lot more serious than comedy. I've been reading for about twenty-ish years, so and they were still, he was still comedy-based, but he wasn't completely. Um, I I did listen to the episode. I enjoyed it. I think you guys did a really good job breaking him down. Um. I think the worst thing about Deadpool is I I don't I I agree with the four health but I I wish this was a one-sided character. I wish it was just like 10 health one side. The attacks were the ones on the back side and then like I just wish it was the back side of the card with 10 health. And probably not healing I don't know if healing factor 2 would be too good at that point, so it might need to be like healing factor 1. Um but unfortunately, he's not, as stands, not super playable 
or a very good character. Um, and I have a, I do have a painted version. I paid someone to paint this. This is one of the models I actually paid someone to paint, and not just like traded or did something. I, I paid real money to have this model uh, painted, and it looks good. It's a beautiful model. Like they did a great job on the model. Um, but as far as the actual art itself is concerned, it's he doesn't he doesn't have much of any offensive output. He doesn't offer much of any defensive reliability. He's not going to really help you in an attrition game plan. He doesn't have any control features. Uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, like, it's unfortunate that as a character as popular as Deadpool is. Uh, I mean, I say that like we didn't get a crappy Wolverine and a crappy Spider-Man. <laughs> and the crappy Cyclops. I think that Deadpool falls into the same category as the ones that you mentioned, where they would probably make him differently if they were going to make him right now. Yeah, if he came out now, I think he'd be completely different. Um, they probably he'd probably be good. I, um, he'd probably be a four threat because that's apparently the only thing they put out anymore. Uh, <laughs> But, well, you got a couple of fives in there. Come on. Yeah, four plus nothing. We haven't got a three threat model in forever. It's got to um, be the other seven, right? Yeah, a seven point Deadpool would be um, awesome, actually. But yeah, I, I mean, he's just kind of mad. Like, and it's one of those things where you start reading the card, and it's like, oh, that's not terrible. Like, he's got good defenses, but. I mean, his attacks are bad. His attacks are just pretty flat out bad. What if uh, he had? What if he had? Um, what if he had uh, Immortal Hulk's healing ability? I mean, it's probably too good on a three threat character. I probably think it's more accurate on him though. <laughs> yeah, I do think he. Um, I think you guys hit it on the head that I think the best place to play him is in Modok Scientist Supreme because you can kind of make sure you get that bang bang so you can guarantee three attacks um i i think the bang bang should just be a hit and then the third one should probably be like hit crit wild so i think it should be like a rapid fire and then the rapid fire should basically have like a hit crit wild to get the third attack um and it should be a gainer yeah I don't disagree with that either. So I, it's just that this card's definitely underwhelming. It was very underwhelming the moment I believe. I don't think it was ever not underwhelming. Um, yeah, which is probably the worst part about it is a character this this good is just kind of like fell fell short from pretty much the very beginning, um, which doesn't feel good. Which again um, can be said about you know other very lovable characters in uh, the Wolverine and except for I feel like even when the Wolverine like everyone thought the Wolverine like I feel like when he came out there was actually pretty there's some like solid hope that he was actually pretty good uh, I think everyone knew pretty well straight off that Cyclops sucked but <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I, because. Because he came in a box with Storm, right? Yeah, but I I feel like Wolverine fooled some people. 
for a little bit. Well, that's because Wolverine and Sabretooth, they came in the same box and they looked very similar, right? Yeah. I do remember that. I do remember, because that's when I first started playing, and I do vividly remember everyone being like, well, Sabretooth is better. Like, I do remember that being... But also, when that came out, Brotherhood was immediately like a top two affiliation in the game. Right. Like, I, I do remember... Like almost, because that's when I first started. When I first got in the game, it's when the X Men Wave came out, and I remember I wanted to play Brotherhood, but Brotherhood was everywhere. Like there were like three people at our like six people that were playing at the shop were playing it. The people that like, came down from Morgantown were playing it. It was literally everywhere. Brad was even playing it over Storm X Men. Ooh, what? Well, Storm X Men was bad at that time. See. Didn't even try to defend it. I mean, also, they were mutants. They they fit yeah. his his whole thing. That's just his excuse. No, I'll play any mutant team. Well, then, well, gentlemen, did you guys to, uh, did you guys talk about your tournament where Brad played non mutants and had his worst tournament appearance? Uh, uh, Stephen. <laughs> What's up, Stephen? I, I I have to say uh, to you gentlemen and to our audience, I'm going to have to uh, depart because I've got uh, family stuff to do with my brother, but it has been enjoy enjoyable talking to you. So I will bid you adieu and talk to you guys next week, okay? Okay, Good, see you later, Stephen. All right. Okay, so uh, I cut you off there, Brandon. I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're fine. Did we did did we talk about Brad's failure in the tournament because he didn't play uh, mutants. all mutants? <laughs> he made you. the cardinal sin of bringing Doctor Voodoo. I told you, uh, Doctor Voodoo's dead brother Daniel was a mutant. What's your excuse for Angela? She's a mutant as guardian. That's why she was banished yeah, just, to. Uh, she's a she's about a, as much of a mutant. She's about as good of a mutant as Alien vs Predator is as a movie. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I do I do want it to be known that I did rewatch like most of Aliens. I watched like um, a bunch of highlights and stuff of Alien vs Predator. Um, because we talked about it. I know this is like a little side tangent here, but I actually, I don't think it was a terrible movie. I think it had like terrible special effects, but I don't, I'm still, I would still defend that the movie itself isn't that bad. Okay. I, uh, here's, I liked here's my Requiem metric. more. Oh God. Oh boy. Here's my Brad has the worst takes. Uh, if I can remember the movie, then it's got to have some redeeming value. And I have almost no memory of either one of those movies. <laughs> you know why you don't remember Requiem? Is because it's fucking recorded in pitch black and you can't see anything the entire movie. I mean, okay. I'll take your word for it because I, I know that I've seen the movie and I don't remember it at all. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it like two or three times. And is there a, I, is there I also a, couldn't tell. I, is there a third Aliens no. versus Predator movie? Or was it just no. another Predator movie? So it was Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator 2, Requiem, and then Predators. 
which is where they bring the like convicts to the island, which is a good movie. And then Does that have Adrian oh, Brody. Yes, Adrian Brody okay. is the main actor in that movie. What's the one where and, the the bus full of that's, cra- crazy army guys? That's the Predator, which came out in like 2018. Or I like that movie too. That one's a good one. That one's actually a really good one, and I'm actually really upset that that didn't get a sequel because that one was really good. And then Prey came out last year. Prey is very good. I enjoyed Prey quite a bit. Yeah, Prey's the one that, for if you haven't seen it, it's based in like the 1700s or something like that. Yeah. In a like indigenous country. Um, they, They were Comanche warriors, I believe. Yeah, something of that nature, yeah. But, like, Prey's really, really good. The Predator is also really, really good. Predators is very good and very fun. They actually built a comic series around Predators. Um, oh boy, we are off topic. <laughs> yeah. Well, also speaking a... of comics... Yeah. <laughs> also, Predators has a great cast, for the record, and I'm done. Done hyping up Predator movies. Well, speaking of comics, <laughs> I have uh, some Carl Mordo comics? comics. I have I, some Carl Mordo comics. Brad, I apologize. Who, uh, who's Carl Mordo? What? Who who's Carl Mordo? Me. Oh, okay. Sorry. So before I get into this, I want to preface this with the the. Baron Mordo that you see in the movies is not the Baron Mordo in the comics. And based on the model and the art, they they went more MCU and less comics. The um, movie version's way cooler. The yeah. movie the movie version is absolutely better. But I am gonna talk about the comic version, who is a white guy. Um so when he shows up in the comics, just ex- expect that white guy to be Carl Mordo. Okay. My first recommendation is uh, Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme 5 through 24 from 1989. Uh, 5 is from 1989. I don't think 24 is. Anyway, it's by Roy Thomas, Dan Thomas, which I believe is Roy Thomas's brother. And Jackson Guise. Uh, Baron Mordo has discovered that he is dying of cancer. So he is desperate for a cure and tries to bargain with all sorts of otherworldly magical entities for a cure. Like Dormammu. Uh, uh oh. And he steals Doctor Strange's soul to help him bargain with for a cure for his cancer. Oh boy. <laughs> How does that go? Uh, I don't want to spoil it. Go read it. You have to oh, read okay. the comic. Hey, where can we read this comic from? On Marvel Unlimited. Uh, Marvel Unlimited uh, is a wonderful program. Uh, you can usually get it for $60 for the year. That's $5 a month. That is less than the price of two comic books. 
and they have thousands and thousands of comics. I am currently reading all of the Star Wars comics uh, after the Disney bought them. The ones after Disney bought them. Bought Lucas. Not Films. sponsored, by the way. Yeah, not sponsored. But that brings me to if anyone from Marvel's listening and wants to shoot us a uh, ad read for Marvel Unlimited, uh, we would love to do that. So. No one from Marvel is listening to this. <laughs> you never know. You never know. All right. My second uh, recommendation. I had to had to work in mutants somehow. It's X Factor 203 through 207. This is Peter David and Valentine Delandro. Uh this X Factor is an X-Men spinoff comic uh, starring Jamie Madrix, the multiple man, my favorite character, and his uh, private eye firm with other mutants where they try to solve cases. Uh, they solve like three because a lot of other shit <laughs> happens. They made a joke in a recent comic uh Jamie Madrix is having dinner with uh, Reed Richards because they go way back to Multiple Man's first appearance. But uh, Multiple Man says something about his private eye firm and uh, Reed Richards asked him how many cases he solved and he said several. <laughs> A few. <laughs> That's it. That's all they solved. Anyway. Uh, this, this arc is about how Mordo, Mr. Mordo, is looking for a cure for his cancer again. Um, after they go with the whole cancer angle, most of his stories are about that. Uh, oh boy. so Mordo how kidnaps. How bleak. Yeah. Mordo kidnaps, uh, the father of one of the X-Factor members. Uh, her name's Monet. And she's real cool. She's a telepathic supergirl with a bad attitude. And he is trying to force her to cure him. I don't remember the exact mechanics of how she's supposed to be doing that. It's something about draining her energy. I don't know. Uh, but Monet will do anything to save her father even if it means the death of the rest of her team. No. <laughs> yeah, and read it. Um, X-Factor. I like X-Factor. There are some problems with X-Factor. So if you're going to read it, like read all of it, uh, just know that there are some things in there that are rough. Oh, boy. Okay. But overall, fun series. Okay. All right. Is that all uh, that you brought for us comic book-wise? Yeah. I figured two was good. Yeah. Yeah, because Barrymore kind of sucks as a character. Yeah, everything's about him having cancer. 
only after what was it 1989 okay so uh, in modern times yeah everything the stories before that cancer. were not about cancer well uh let's move on to brandon brandon do you have any lists that you want to put baron mordo into uh, I think if you play Dor- if you want to play Dormammu as your affiliation, you bring Baron Mordo. He is absolutely amazing with Dormammu in the Dark Dimension. Um, I think he's a borderline staple piece if you're building a roster around Dormammu. Um, the other list that I, I think you should consider him in is uh, if you're playing Baron Strucker Hydra. He fits in really well there. Um, we had a episode on well-laid plans with Baron Strucker, and Baron Mordo is one of the key pieces to that uh, list. Okay. That's uh, that's intriguing. So, but he's definitely a pretty good... Uh, if you're trying to kill things, he's a pretty good support piece for that. I, I just want to point out he's also pretty good with Weapon X and X-Force. Because of all the people... Affiliations with... trying to kill things. Yep. And they have healing factor. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, definitely. Like, he fits in really well when you're trying to kill things. Uh, <coughs> there is a recorded game on our podcast, on our YouTube channel, where I am playing Dormammu with Carnage and Baron Mordo and a couple other fellas. And by turn three, I have killed a Hulk and a She-Hulk and dazed a Nick Fury. Um uh, so Baron Mordo uh, was very influential in that. So, oh Bob, I had Bob. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Baron. Fun fact: Baron Mordo and Bob go real well together. That's sh- both shocking and not shocking at all. <laughs> yeah. Baron Mordo and Bob are real fun to put together because uh, you. And then under Dormammu, you're. Um, um, being able to shoot your excessive violence on turn uh, turn two, uh, sometimes turn one, and you're throwing 11 dice, and it's glorious. Absolutely. Right. Actually, if you do it on turn two, you can usually do it again on turn four, which is then absolutely glorious again. <laughs> so, fun little, fun little tidbits. Okay, well, there you go, everybody. Uh, put Baron Mordo in with Dark Dimension or in there with... Uh, if you're trying to kill Baron things... Strucker. If you're trying to kill things, you can, you get a, you Baron Mordo should probably be... If, you're, if your goal is to be killing models, I think he's a good, a good piece to be considered. So Midnight Suns, too. Hmm. I don't... Hmm. I don't know how well he fits in with Midnight Suns. Really? I don't. Fred take him. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's bad. I don't think you need him. I think you. I think. Yeah, I just don't think. Like, if you're not taking, if you take him, that means you're not taking like Moon. You're not taking a character who can Siege of Darkness. Right. You're not taking Moon Knight. You're not taking Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. and if that's if that's your Who's equation, if it's Moon him, Knight. Iron. Who's to say Moon Knight? If it's him, Moon Knight, or Iron Fist, he's third. Who who's to say Moon Knight doesn't just think he is Carl Mordo? Yeah, you can take Moon Knight and his card and just call him 
Miss Doctor Morda or Baron Morda. <laughs> You're sort of like someone on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, all right yeah uh well odds of, yeah that's that's the problem like you don't you don't ever take him over moon knight or iron fist and if it's a, any kind of mission where you want black cat you need black cat you definitely take black cat too so like he's your fourth third three threat model yeah and i think he fits a niche that you don't really need to fit because you already are doing that strategy pretty well with your other pieces right but if you have him and want to play him i think it's not a bad decision like if you drop your iron fist when you're walking in the door and it breaks and you don't want to play a broken model yeah sure play him or or if the iron fist that you have is actually one that belongs to brandon that yeah, I'm just that's stealing. <laughs> it's fun. I don't. I don't need it in anytime soon. So. <laughs> I, I don't think there's like I'm gonna pull up the list we have. Like the model that you're replacing is either Gwen or Venom. <laughs> oh, I changed Ooh, it by the way. I, Venom's no longer in there. Yeah. But yeah. I, and it's Venom not Gwen because right Gwen does great. It, every time I bring Gwen, I'm like, this who model's you, not. Who legal. do you have over Venom right now? Oh, I don't even remember. It, it, I need to pull it up. But uh, let's move on to my segment here. Uh, so, in the Marvel uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, I almost called it the Marvel Crisis Universe. This game is infecting my brain. Uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh. Baron Mordo is played by Chuatel Ajiafor, and that opens up so many... Can you spell that for us? Uh, uh, nope. Bless you. Uh? What? Bless what, you. Carl? Bless you. Can you spell your actual name for us? Mine? Uh, I'm not... I'm taking over. <laughs> I'm taking over. So Chuatel Ajiafor... Uh, he is in several fantastic movies, but there's one in particular that is probably not the best movie that he's ever been in. It, it actually is definitely not, but it is one called Serenity. And so I'm going to bring Joss Whedon's lost classic space sci-fi cowboy TV show, Firefly. This is a show. Haven't you already done Firefly? Have I? Oh my god! I don't care. Keep going, Fred. This This is distinctly possible. Uh, I love Firefly. I I love the show's incredible. The show's incredible. Uh, It got one. It actually got like half of a season on Fox on the Fox Network because they played the show out of order for some reason. They played, like, the third episode as the pilot. And that made no sense at all. Because the pilot absolutely ruled. It was a great pilot. They also uh, kept switching after that, which night and which time it was on. Yeah, it was as if it was absolutely sabotaged. Which may, it, it makes it so unacceptable because this was a fantastic show that more should exist of it. It it is a sad failure of our entertainment culture that this show didn't get six seasons in a movie. It did get a movie, but uh, yeah, it 
it should have lasted a lot longer than it did. But uh, everyone, go watch Firefly. It is worth watching. It it's is very hard to tell people to watch Firefly because it has such a cliffhanger, and it's so hard it to believe that there's nothing more after you get done. You're there's right. The movie. You're right. It... The movie does the best it can trying to tie up yeah. what's in the show, and it it, it kind of does. It does, but I'll tell you fine. this. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, the the show better or worse it. than Alien versus Predator? Where does it fall on the cube scale? Is the real question. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll say it's better than Alien versus Predator because I remember parts of it. Is it better than Cube though? Yes. <laughs> is it better than Cube Two Hypercube? I've never seen. I've never actually seen. Well, Cube, cube two is better than though. Cube Two. Yeah, is it better than Cube Zero though? I've also never seen Cube Zero, so how yes. are you still on this podcast? I would <laughs> say I would say it's not as good as Cube, but okay. Well, there you go. We are talking about Serenity, oh, right? Because Firefly is better than Cube, but Serenity's not. Okay, I mean I agree that Firefly is better than Serenity, but uh, yeah. Go watch Firefly. It's worth watching. That's it, everybody. Uh, go, go, go play Baron Mordo. I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>